Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitter. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. Just run a search for Red Rank Podcast on your favorite platform and to make sure you follow and subscribe. And on that topic, we're two ratings away from 100 on Spotify. So if you can rate my podcast on Spotify on your mobile phone, that would help me out a great deal. And we, you can also rate us on Apple Podcasts. Um, I actually do get to see the reviews and I need to check those more proactively. <laughs> so I'm going to make a deal with you. If you review the podcast on iTunes. Um, I'll read the I'll read the review out on the show as long as it's appropriate, as long as it's not a troll, as long as you're not making me say really silly things like the gaming dinosaurs is the worst mod ever. You know, don't make don't make me say stuff like that. So keep it uh, to the point. But if you um, if you want your review read through Spotify, you can only do a star rating. But maybe if you want to review the podcast, just uh, follow Red Rank Podcast on Twitter uh, and send your review there and I'll read it on the next show. So let's check out some reviews from iTunes. Again, thanks to the people who took the time to rate the show and uh, leave some nice feedback. Audacious Parrot, I think you left two, <laughs> which is really cool. Uh, topics are interesting. Guests are funny. Would definitely recommend for any DBD fan. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Officer Friendly, I th oh yeah officer friendly this is on itunes the subject is one of two good shows this and i'm all ears are both good shows to listen to if you're a dbd fan red rank will have guests but is more of a driven list dr drive and listen as the crow shows solo most of the time at least as i've since I've started listening. Yeah, that's right. I am a solo podcast. I, I prefer it that way. I'm All Ears is two people regularly bouncing things off of each other. Both bring valuable insight and definitely offer different views. I don't know if the two shows have actually communicated or not, but it would be pretty cool if they did a home-and-home -home collaboration where they showed up on each other's podcast. That's a really good idea. Uh, I believe it's Dylan and Hydro that run that podcast uh, i'll have i'll definitely have to check them out to be honest i haven't listened to them or the, i think there's two other active dead by daylight podcasts so I'll, I'll definitely have to check them out because uh yeah i've heard good things uh this is audacious parrot <laughs> with another review the subject is pretty good topics are interesting guests are funny would definitely recommend for any dvd fan thank you very much and this review comes from bubba is the best best tiktok dvd creator 100 <laughs> can't wait for more subscribe so thank you very much for the reviews on itunes and again if you want me to read your review on from spotify um just uh send a message to the red rank podcast twitter account and just put like podcast review for red rank podcast and leave your review there and i'll read it on a future show Okay, so the big news of this week, the Resident Evil Project W chapter finally arrived. All of us content creators and Dead by Daylight hardcore fans have been eagerly anticipating this update. And it's been a it's been a success. I'd say it's been a big success. A lot of people who have quit Dead by Daylight have come back because they want to check out Wesker. They want to check out Ada and Rebecca. Uh, it's been a it's been a really fun time. Of course, the Raccoon City Police Department map got a much needed rework. It's now split into two. There's an east and west wing. And if you want to check it out, literally just fire up Dead by Daylight, go into any game, and you're you're gonna get Raccoon City. 
It's just nonstop RPD plus Wesker. It's now Wesker by Daylight featuring Raccoon City Police Department. <laughs> so um, There are some notable cosmetics with this update. Hunk is in the game, which is a Legion cosmetic. Uh, Rebecca Chambers has a, the, the cutest cowgirl cosmetic in all of Dead by Daylight. It's kind of rude how she just showed up and kicked Kate to the curb, who I always thought was very basic. Uh, Jill Valentine has her stars cosmetic i believe that's from resident evil 2 or is it 3 one of the two i'm sorry i'm not a hardcore fan go ahead and cancel me on reddit um and fang has a jill a jill valentine cosplay cosmetic rocking the same cosmetic as jill it's it's really adorable so yeah we're three days into the latest update and we're seeing a lot of wesker and a lot of raccoon city police department map the unfortunate thing is wesker is very buggy a lot of people have compared wesker's release similar to the twins i don't know if you remember this but when the twins came out uh victor would get stuck you'd be running around and you just couldn't he would get stuck like in shack and the thing is survivors couldn't kick him either So you'd just be running around as Charlotte and and have no access to Victor. It's that bad for Wesker. Wesker will land secondary attacks on survivors. And that secondary attack doesn't register. Even if you hit him dead center, the game even recognizes that it should hit. It'll start the animation. You'll see the score that you landed the hit on the top right when you get points, uh, blood points for everything you do in the trial. It gives you all the hints and clues that you've done it successfully, except for actually landing the hit. You'll just be like kind of confused as the survivor just runs away completely unscathed. It's really unfortunate, so I really hope a Wesker hotfix is on its way. A lot of it seems to be tied in with this hitbox. They made it smaller from the PTB, uh, but they overtuned it, I think. Now, one thing to note with Wesker, his terror radius is massive. If I were a professional podcaster, I I would have those numbers here for you. (laughs) But yeah, his uh, terror radius is massive. It's not the only thing that's massive, but let's... uh, I'll save that for another podcast. (laughs) Um, I think the issue with Wesker having such a big terror radius is that my randoms in my lobby get completely frightened the moment they hear a terror radius. Now, when it comes to Dead by Daylight, the moment you hear a terror radius, that doesn't mean the killer has found you. That doesn't mean anything. It just means they're getting closer to you where you're at. And if the music gets louder, well, yeah, if you're working on a generator there's a really good chance they're patrolling gins and will find you but the moment you hear the terror radius (laughs) that's not the time to leave but that's what my randoms have been doing so i think wesker's massive terror radius is causing issues for solo queue but um of course i have no way of proving it it's just a theory of mine speaking of theories and uh solo queue let's talk about something i've had in my mind for quite some time I've got a theory that MMR is broken. I'm not the only one who's talked about this. I believe Scott Jund has talked about this in the past. But ever since the mid-chapter update, I've got this tinfoil hat theory. I believe MMR is currently broken with crossplay turned on. The actions of my random teammates in solo queue are just completely mind-boggling. They'll farm me right in front of the killer. (laughs) And we've seen a lot of people talking about how they just die a lot more when they're playing this game, uh, especially if they're in solo queue, meaning they're going to hit ready, they're the only person in their lobby, and they're waiting to get matched up with other hot 
single survivors who will join their lobby and try to take on a, a face camping Wesker. <laughs> so uh, that matchmaking process, when the, the, the Dead by Daylight MMR tries to group you with people of similar skill, yeah, I think it's broken. And the reason why I think it's broken is because I turned off crossplay after the mid-chapter update, and then I was magically getting much better, more capable teammates, way more efficient on generators. It's really not that deep. It's not that hard to do. But um, I think the newer players, and the thing is, when I when I when I mention crossplay off, people with the console get really upset with me. It's not just consoles. There's bad players on every single platform and it may not even be that they're bad they're just not as experienced as me i play this pretty hardcore basically every day i'm about to cross 3,000 hours played and i've been playing this game for about two and a half years these people are playing very casually of course they're probably maybe they just bought the game and i have run into players who literally just bought dbd one time i had a dwight in my lobby who had urban evasion on every time he the terror radius even showed up he would urban evasion crouch away and walk and hide behind a box <laughs> it, it was so cute and at first i thought he was just like being lore accurate with dwight like cosplaying dwight or something but after the game was over i checked his steam profile and he had five hours played of dead by daylight and i was like why is this guy even in my lobby? Like, why isn't he being matched up with other newer players? I think it's because crossplay cross is on. Again, I have no way of proving this. I'm just some guy who plays this pretty hardcore and plays a lot more than the casual players, and that's fine. Uh, I'm not saying that... Um, I, I I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Basically, I just want to get the point across that I have this theory. I've tested it. And with crossplay off, I'm getting way better teammates. With crossplay on, I'm getting teammates that don't really know what they're doing. And that makes for a really, really tragic solo queue experience. Another thing that was talked about and much anticipated especially by me is in the project w update um camping and tunneling is something that behavior has been trying to address for quite some time it's kind of ironic that during this campaign they nerfed decisive strike the best anti-camping perk in the game is now basically useless so the way it works is now that the project w update is out survivors have endurance and haste for 10 seconds after getting off the hook the problem is that killers are still camping kind of proxy camping tunneling survivors off hook go ahead and ask me how many times i've been tunneled if i had a, a penny for every time i got uh, every time i got tunneled I, i'd have a shitload of pennies so basically the killer waits out the 10 seconds um, and the thing is, most survivors believe that since we all have quote unquote base kit borrowed time, it's the be all end all. I can just go pull the survivor off the hook right in front of the killer and things will be fine. A lot of killers take this as a personal attack and to get back to the team, they'll just tunnel the person that got off hook. Now, what's the solution to, to all of this? Um, behavior really needs to buff decisive strike. And it's really unfortunate that the base mechanics of the game require a killer or a survivor to run a perk to remedy a, a glaring problem with the design of the game. But decisive strike used to be a pretty strong anti-tunneling perk. One thing you could do is introduce a token system for decisive strike. So it's strongest at the beginning of the game. It stuns the 
killer for longer. But as you get through the game, as the game goes further, the stun will not last as long. This is just something that I would love to see. I don't think behavior will ever do this. I don't think anybody from behavior will ever listen to any of my podcasts. That's fine. (laughs) But uh, let's say, let's say your name is The Crow Show and you queue up to play some solo queue at, you know, 1130 p.m. on a Wednesday night. You're, You're feeling spicy. Let's say you jump into a game. And it's you and two Ada Wongs and another Rebecca Chambers versus Wesker. Let's say you get put on hook. Let's say one of the Adas comes and pulls you off the hook immediately. Now, Wesker is still right there. He's he's going to tunnel me out and just uh, get me to second stage. And then we're in a world of hurt as I'm one hook away from dying. What if at five generators, decisive strike was the strongest? Let's go crazy with it. Let's go hog wild here. Let's say in that scenario, we're at five generators, nothing fixed yet. I get pulled off hook. Let's say Wesker tunnels me, puts me into the dying state, picks me up, and I hit the decisive strike skill check. Because we're still at five generators, maybe I stun him for eight seconds. Let's say 12 seconds. Let's say 12 seconds. He just He's just standing there and can't do a thing because I just stunned him with decisive strike. What, would there be anything wrong with that? But hey, let's say let's say um, one generator gets fixed and you lose a token. And now instead of a 12 second stun, maybe it's a 10 second stun. And as generators get fixed, by the time the last generator gets fixed, all your tokens go away and you can no longer use decisive strike. That's my proposed change to decisive strike. It'll never happen, but I'd love to see something like that because camping and tunneling is still arguably, and I say this from the perspective of somebody who plays primarily solo queue, not playing with other people on comms, at the mercy of my teammates who are usually less experienced as me in this game, uh, that would help a lot because uh, solo queue survivors have the worst time while playing this game. Again, it's really unfortunate that behavior has to introduce a perk to solve a problem with the base kit of their game, but that's where we're at. Okay, well, I think we can wrap it up there. I just want to thank you all for listening. Uh, I've read your feedback on TikTok and in my Twitch streams. And on the topic, please drop me a follow on TikTok, Twitch, been more active on Instagram. And of course, make sure you're following Red Rank Podcast on your preferred platform. And on that platform, please rate my show. I really want to climb the ranks of Dead by Daylight on Spotify. I think we're like rank number five. And we're behind podcasts that haven't recorded for like two years. So (laughs) I'd at least like to rank ahead of the podcasts that don't even record anymore. Let's try to get there. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And uh, again, I can't stress this enough. Please follow me on Twitch. I'd love to see more of you there in my Twitch streams. A number of you have dropped by to say hi. I really appreciate that. I'm also on TikTok. It's The Crow Show on TikTok. And I'm also now streaming on TikTok. I've gotten access to TikTok Live Desktop. And I'll be releasing some content talking about that because it's a really big deal. Not everybody has access to that. So I just want to thank you very much for tuning in. And I hope to see you in the fog. (laughs) 